Hey everyone, welcome to the Era of the Dragons, a homebrew D&D 5e game that we like to put on for you. Um, my, my name is Mal, or Archangelic, and I'm going to be GMing tonight. Um, how about we introduce ourselves, uh, Levi? Hello, I am Levi. Today I will be, I will be playing Torsten Pinewalker, the half-elf armor artifact. Armorer Artificer, and we both use he they pronouns. All right, Silver. Hi, everybody. I am Silver underscore Bulette here on Twitch as well as over on YouTube. And today I will be playing Finn Cirrus Roxalar, who is a she, her, dragon born rogue, and now cleric. Yes. Uh, Tara. Hello. My name is Tara. My pronouns are she, her. And tonight, I will be playing Merlin Hendricks, a black, chromatic, dragonborn wizard, school of divination, whose pronouns are he, his. And Jaden. Hey, I'm Siliqui Jaden. You can find me most places online as Fat Sapphic Bro. I use they, them pronouns. I'll be playing the tiefling barbarian named Grief. Grief uses he, they pronouns and also uses a combat wheelchair. I'm an ambulatory wheelchair user in real life, and that's why I like to use it in game. Combat wheelchair is designed by Mark Thompson, who you can find at Twitter, on Twitter at the username Mustangs Art. And just some normal announcements. Welcome back to our space here at Lantern Light Adventures. This is home to all of our TTRPG and related content on Twitch. All of our games are also uploaded to our Lantern Light Adventures YouTube channel. There's a link to our link tree in the chat right now that you can click. And it will take you to all of our various social media pages so you can follow us everywhere we are. If you want to keep up to date on everything we're doing, feel free to also join us on Discord, which is linked in the chat. If you want to play with us or GM for us, fill out the TTRPG actual play interest form, which you can find linked in the link tree and in the chat. And once you fill out that form, I'll email you back with our TTRPG consent form, and then we can match you with games from there. Please understand we can't necessarily accept everyone as we need to make sure that our tables all share a good vibe where everyone feels safe and like they can have fun and it might also take a little bit of time to get you worked into a game so please be patient and feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions or concerns um on tuesday evenings from 6 to 9 p.m pst we have been streaming an empty dream which is our girl by moonlight game this campaign is a shorter run about 15 episodes so be sure to come check it out and hang out with us while we play also, on most Mondays, Archangelic and I will be streaming the two of us playing video games or board games, and we've started with Baldur's Gate 3. We also have been being joined by our lovely producer, and we also might include some other guests in the future. So if that's something you're interested in, go ahead and reach out to me. Otherwise, come and hang out with us while we play. A uh, reminder that we take the last weekend of the month off every month and have no stream that weekend so we can work on editing and producing more content for y'all. So that means we will not be here next week, February 25th. But we should be here the following week, March 3rd. And finally, in support of Palestine, there will be a donation link on our Twitch page to donate to Doctors Without Borders. We hope that you will donate whatever you're able as we remain in solidarity for a free Palestine. And that is it for announcements for me. Back to you, Mo. Thank you for that. Um, let's just go ahead and get into it. You are in the small town of Rocky Hollow after being forced to find shelter on your way to Versailles. You found that this town was not what it seemed. The priest of the goddess Sen in this town, Father Ilum, turned out to be nothing less than a vampire corrupted by a black obsidian object of immense unknowable power. 
Father Ilum had been communing with and utilizing this power by allowing whatever entity resides within the object to be channeled through his young daughter, Hadwin. Many in this town had been healed or changed by nightly rituals involving this object. Visiting and observing the goings-on in this town was Archduke Rogziel of the nation of Crescent, a wizard diplomat who seemed to have his own eye on what is happening here. He implored you to stop Father Ilum and give the object to him. You confronted Father Ilum at night after one of the rituals, and a battle ensued. Eventually, this led to him trying to um, use the stone, but Fen called out to the gods and called out to Father Ilum, and the god Virgus appeared in front of Father Ilum along with his sister, the goddess Sen. Sen admonished Father Ilum for bringing death into her place of worship, where life is celebrated. Virgus struck the final blow against the fallen priest. Before the dust could settle, Rogziel demanded that he be given the stone to bring safely back to his laboratory in Crescent. In addition to the stone, he wanted to bring Hadwan to keep her safe and to observe whatever effects this stone might have had on her. You managed to convince him to wait until morning, but you are here, you're wounded, morning is inching ever closer. What do you do? Are we all in Father Illum's like, house? Where are we all? Because I know would, I was there. <laughs> yeah. I believe y'all were, y'all are kind of around the chapel. Um, so Father Illum's heart, I believe, was still on the altar. Um. I forget. Oh, you all went to the house because you saw that Archduke Rogziel's servant was there trying to get Hadwin. So that's where you had all ended yeah, up. Yeah, and I, I put myself in between him and her. So, mm -hmm. so but uh, Rogziel has seen himself away and back to wherever he is quartered. So you are in the home, the former home of Father Elam. Um, okay. What's what? What's the play here, y'all? I mean, obviously, Hadwin is probably not actually in safe hands with with, with this uh, Duke guy. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not prepared to adopt a child. Also, I don't know. <laughs> we've done all that we can for this place. Uh, anything that involves taking care of her or the stone is beyond our obligations i am incredibly hesitant to leave her with him there is something about the way that he is talking about her and the stone and the whole situation that makes me worry for her ongoing safety absolutely agreed about that i just i i don't know if you've noticed but death and destruction also seems to be following us around so as unsafe as she's going to be with them, I don't know if we can promise any better of a situation. And it seems to be an accident on our part versus purposeful on their part, but still. Fair. As you're all talking, give me perception checks. Wow. All right. Thir 13. 19. 24. Oh, good. Okay. I got a 7. <laughs> um... Anyone who got over uh, a 12, um, you would hear that the door to the, uh, to the home is 
being slowly opened and you turn to see um a young girl just straight black hair um you've seen her playing with hadwin before in like she's in like a maroon kind of dress it's a little bit tattered at the ends um but it is the daughter of the archduke Roxiel. her name is gerda and she's just peeking in uh if we'll wave she says i came to see i came to see had one is, is she awake uh, she, she was asleep. She's asleep, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's asleep. Um, no matter what happens tomorrow, the tomorrow's gonna be rough on her. Um, if I were you, I would. I would just let her rest. I'll be real quiet. I just want to be here. Listen, nods. Uh, I think we can carry this conversation uh, outside. Yeah, I'll. I'll let her know. Uh, if you want to lay down with her, that's fine. Um, she will. She will. She will like. Actually, she takes that as full permission and just runs past you all into the bed. Um, not as quiet as she promised, but uh, Hadwin kind of stirs and um, they kind of snuggle up against each other. But yeah, you take your conversation outside. Uh, how 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 far is present from here? Crescent is very far. Um, it's so where this town is is kind of near the border of Vasna to the west. Crescent is across the entire kingdom of Ravenshold and near the mountains. So, and to clarify, so the 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 man who wants to take her is the father of this other little girl. Correct. Okay, so this she'd at least like have a friend with her she's not okay yeah she'll be totally at the whims of a mad scientist i mean if uh if it wasn't so far i would say that uh roxio essentially put up an, an outpost here do whatever study he feels the need to and keep the girl with with the community but the logistics at the cost of that not the, not the best sale. Also, just generally, she might want a, uh, a uh, non-reminder of her father uh, just looming over her at all times. Good point. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I trust... No, let me correct myself. I absolutely don't trust the uh, Duke to have her best interest at heart uh, but the child, his child, seems to care about her, and and maybe maybe we can deputize her and make sure she's watching over Hadwin and making sure she's safe. I guess in so much a child can. Yeah. What makes the Duke untrustworthy? I, it, 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 he proposed Just further that. testing. That's. And requires Hadwin to do it. That that makes me uncomfortable. It's like a vibe. Just gives me a bad vibe. And I'm thinking of the stone, much like with Hadwin. Not the, not the safest hands, but that's not. We have more than enough on our plates. Uh, I we don't need that additional responsibility. 
right we and i mean like like i said i don't i don't think like sending her with a duke puts her in a level of danger that is unlike the level of danger that she will guaranteed be in if she's with us oh absolutely for sure so i guess my other question would be do we trust him enough to give him the stone or do we take that with us and leave Hadwin with him I think he's already taken the stone so no it's in my bag of holding is it how it was all wrapped up in a carpet and I put it in my bag of holding and I left the church oh huh sorry I I mean rogue (laughs) 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 so when I get a precious item in my hands I uh, don't let go of it too easily fair enough uh Are are we contemplating saving Hadwin, like, directly, or sending over Goethe? Yeah, I think her going with the Duke is the best of several bad options. Uh, But regarding the stone, uh, Torsten will say, well, giving him the stone was part of our trust as a deal. And uh, as much as I don't trust him, I don't want to make an enemy either. I mean, that's and that's um, I mean, yeah. the rest of you would remember that he is a member of like a council that is overseeing like this uh, cult of the dragon issue. Torsten would know that. So, yeah, I, I'll also say that like if we <laughs> if we give her give him Hadwin, but not the stone, she's going to be thrown away very quickly. Yeah, so we've got to get him the stone. Yeah, that's we've all, we've already done the best we could do. I don't like it, but um, hang on, real quick. I'll be right back. Uh, Fen's gonna go inside, and uh, I don't think I've ever caught her name. Uh, it, 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 excuse me, young young lady. What what's your name? My name's Gerda. Gerda. Hi, Gerda. Um, you you care about Hadwin's well-being, right? Yeah, she's my best friend. Best friend, good. So, your father, he wants to figure out what's going on, but I don't want him to risk Hadwin's health to do that. So can you promise me something? Can you, Pinky, promise me that you'll make sure that Hadwin's health does not suffer she thinks for a second, and she's like, I'd never let anyone hurt Hadwin. Good. Okay. So, pinky swear? She'll pinky swear. Good. Okay. Thank you. Pop back up. Um, <laughs> uh, as you've been, you were talking to Gerda, Hadwin is kind of stirring and waking up. She kind of mutters, um, where's Papa? Gotta go! Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Merlin sprints behind a nearby tree and pokes his head out with one eye. Oh, man. Great will approach her. Papa got very sick. And he got so sick that nobody could really fix him. You're not going to be able to see him anymore. But you're going to go with Gertie. And her papa will take care of you. Um, Gerda will say, Mother will make us breakfast every morning. You can try those uh, pastries I was telling you about. They only make them in the Red Spire. 
and Hadwin, she kind of looks sad and confused, and she kind of says, it took him, didn't it? Yeah. Um, actually, it occurred to me, after I just ran away, Fensurus is going to come back in and be like, um, Hadwin, just real quick, I want to check something, and I'm going to do, I guess, a medicine check just to make sure she's she looks like she's doing okay after everything she's been through. Okay. Yeah, give me give me a medicine check. Mm-hmm. 13. 13. Okay. Um with a 13, as far as you can tell, um there's no like marks or any wounds or anything, but you can definitely see just by like kind of the color of her skin and kind of her overall demeanor that mechanically she has levels of exhaustion okay Hadwin uh, I'm I'm fairly new to this so uh, get a second opinion however uh, I'm gonna prescribe you right now some bed rest Uh, take take a couple of days rest up uh, get some good food in you uh, and uh, no more late nights okay she says, okay. Yeah. I think you'll start feeling better if you get some more rest, okay? Um, she says, okay. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. As she's kind of like rubbing her eyes and everything. She's tired. Speaking of, we'll get out of here so you can get some more rest. <laughs> just just saying. <laughs> As we make our way out, uh, of course, we'll say to um, Fat and Grief, thank you both for, take, for taking over there. I am so bad with kids. Marlon says, same. I I had a few siblings uh, that uh, mom and dad were, you know, busy at uh, various jobs. Dad constantly had a different job each week almost, it felt like. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, to watch after my little brother. Everyone's got their load to bear. Merlin stands against the tree, smoking his pipe slowly, gazing across the landscape. I think Grief will pull out his pipe, too. (laughs) Uh, Light up. And uh, I've already lost a child. I wasn't inclined to lose another, but uh, I think you guys are right. I guess we should get some rest. Uh, Torsten will nod. Shit, dude. Sorry to hear that. Such is life. Bed rest does sound good right now. What time is it? Wee hours of the morning. Oh my. Yeah, I think Grief will head over to wherever the hell we're sleeping and get ready for resting. You make your way over to the hovel, uh, the inn and tavern you're staying at. Um, It is deserted at this time, except for Chance, the proprietor the fire has gone out in the hearth um so it's dark in here and but uh grief you, you're able you have dark vision you're able to see that chance is just sitting there his hand is just his hands are just on his head and like his elbows on the table just like as if he is struggling with something uh, you all right dude he looks up and he says I I don't know what everyone's confused. We it's like 
it's like something was it's like feeling awake and then realizing you were dreaming but you're still awake sounds incredibly unpleasant he says you can stay here tonight but you should leave okay i don't know what everyone else is going to do if they're half as confused as i am i don't know why do we need to leave you killed father elam i don't know if it was the right move or if what was going here was holy or not but what i do know is that not everyone's going to be kind about what happened tonight uh gm do i get the impression that we need to leave sooner <laughs> give me an insight check oh no i have a plus zero to insight it's just a flat roll it's a nat 20 oh okay um ah. You see the slight twitches in him that he is considering, like, running at you and finding himself on it. You get the idea that even what he's saying, and he's trying to be kind to you, and he doesn't even know if he wants to do that, is the vibe you're getting. Yikes. Okay. Huh. Maybe when we make it back to our room, I'll let the group know. Uh, We might want to get out sooner rather than later. Yeah. And rest that, somewhere that, along the road. That that didn't sound great at all. Um hmm. we should set up a watch like we did last time for different reasons now, but you know, that's fine. Uh and uh get out of here first light. Sounds good. All right. All right, I'm gonna let y'all take a long rest. Who's taking first watch? I'll take first watch. Okay. I don't know if I can concentrate through this, but I'm going to obviously sleep. I've got guidance now, and I want to drop it on Merlin, but I don't know if that counts. <laughs> um. Oh. Oh. Okay. I'll be third watch. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Well, it's, I mean, like, it, no matter who I lay, it, it, I can give guidance to myself, and I definitely can concentrate on that for a perception check, but uh, yeah. I don't know if officially while I'm sleeping I can concentrate on guidance. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say, like, you can, it, it just goes for the next check, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, you could easily give it to, um, give it to whoever takes first watch. So Okay. All right. It just gives you advantage, right? Think so um, it oh no, it's a, a D4. Plus, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a D4 extra to whatever numbers rolled. So I, yeah, Fen's just gonna go up to Merlin and uh, put her shoulder on him. Or put her hand on his, his shoulder. Words are hard. Uh, and say, we're putting our lives on your shoulder. We believe in you. Stay focused. Thank you, Fen. Thank and then you, Finn collapses Finn. onto a bed. <laughs> awesome. I won't so, let you down. Give me a perception check and add a d4 to it. Perception. Yeah, I got a five on that. Shoot, how do you do? Oh, here. Five and a three. Oh, so you only got eight total? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Nothing happens. Okay, good. <laughs> At least nothing happens like in the room or in the hallway outside. So, mm. uh, who's taking second watch? I will. Okay. Uh, 22. Not that. 22. Oh, with a 22. So, 
you nothing really happens no one really comes up the stairs or anything like that you don't hear anyone stirring in the like lodging area but you do hear from downstairs chance is arguing with someone a woman um about something and it's like he's saying all you can really hear is chance saying bill just go just don't do anything irrational don't do anything crazy like we've been through enough just let them sleep and then they're gone in the morning and the woman says the woman says what's crazy is keeping them here what do you think is going to happen when everyone else finds out they're still here and he says i don't know but we all have to find a way to move on from this and you hear like haunts or something clattering like he's trying to get ready for the morning is there a window to like outside up here oh yeah in your room there is mm-hmm. okay can i look out too to see if there's anything anyone stirring with the 22 you you see that people are stirring you don't see like a mob forming or anything but um some people like the sun by the time you're getting to your watch the sun is starting to peak up and there are people who as far as you can tell haven't seen the sun in a while who are out and walking in the day and that is overtaking them you see some people are just trying to go on with their normal day-to-day things as well but nothing that seems threatening or something that would bother you but people are trying to make sense of what is going on and you can see there are conversations happening okay um and if i were to wake up my party at this point have they rested long enough or would they we'd be dealing with exhaustion levels i would give it to you so okay yeah, i think i'm gonna long rest. i think i'm gonna try to uh quietly wake everybody up and say hey i know it's not quite as long as we'd like to rest but uh things don't sound great and i'll fill them in on the conversation that was happening below sounds like we've already got somebody upset with us here and, and who knows what's going to happen as everybody else starts to wake up that's a good point uh are we awake say that again are we awake now yeah i just woke you up Uh, i think we should get our stuff and and get the hell out of here yeah yeah gotta make our appointment with with the duke then yeah i dodge Mm -hmm. merlin throws his blanket off of his body and runs to the cabinet nearest and grabs his hat grabs his suitcase and his staff and runs down the stairs very vigilant paranoid hmm uh we need to uh do we need to meet with the duke oh i guess we still need to we still have just need to give him the stone so Uh, i mean i can just like we can just leave it for him wherever the hell he is knock on his door and run away (laughs) yeah yeah, so I'll go, uh, if anyone wants to come, they can, or I can just go over uh, to wherever he is staying and knock on his door to give him this stone wrapped in a rug. <laughs> yeah, um, he's just a few rooms down in the larger, these rooms aren't very big, but he's in the larger room in this establishment. Um, the uh, he, he the door opens and it's uh, his valet, his uh, this kind of gaunt tall man and he says may i help you yeah i came to bring this stone 
Excellent. I will, I can take that from you. I only have a plus zero to insight, but I'm going to insight check anyway. Son of a, it's a three. Wow. Super trustworthy. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No yeah. question. Um, he is acting, he's acting the same as every other time you've seen him right now. So that's fair. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll just hand it to him. <laughs> I'll make sure to get this to the Archduke as soon as I see him. Oh, you know what? One second. Hold on. I have, where is it? I have an illuminator's tattoo. So I can use my fingertip as if it were an ink pen, and I can write up to a page. I can speak a person's name, creature's name, and it becomes invisible to everyone other than me and the person named for the next 24 hours. So I'll just include a little note to him that's like, you know, here's the stone. Uh, I gave it to your valet. Hopefully it gets to you. That's why I'm sending this weird note. Um, Please take care of Hadwin. Uh, Billy knows how to get a hold of me if you need further assistance. And yeah, I'll just give him that with with the stone. Okay. Yeah, the valet takes it and he says, is that all? Yep. Have a great one. And he will shut the door. Weird, dude. I'll head back to my party and get us on the road. Where are we heading to? That is a fantastic question. Where are we heading? Anywhere but here. Um, the elven capital that Mel has said every time, and I do not retain the name of I apologize. Versea. V-R-U-S-E-A. I'm gonna start. Let's Is there someone we're supposed to talk to or something we're supposed to do? It's been a long well, time. Yeah, so yeah, y'all got kind of like forced out of um of Zarkan. Because of a dragon attack, Billy sent you a letter to like basically cut off the head of this cult of dragons. Um, the last lead y'all had, the reason y'all ended up in Zarkan is because y'all were following a lead that was leading you to Versailles, but y'all got sidetracked and fell into the Underdark. It happens. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of sidetracking things happening. Um. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, I think we're heading towards the Elven capital now. Uh, don't know what the best route is from here, though. Uh, what do we seek from the Elven capital? It's a very good question. We need to. Well, I mean, we did see the the head of the the ambassador for uh, the elves was in cahoots with the. Dragon cult. So there's that. Um, but I guess we need to know how deep it goes. Find anyone who's uh, in charge of that, like, that loot smuggling supply line. Uh, see anyone who's responsible for that or just continue to follow it. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, I guess just basically try to research what exactly is going on at the Elven City of Bosna. Uh, that is attached to this dragon cult and see if we can't nip that in the bud. Mm. Um, they were amassing weapons when we were there last. Like, in the outskirt towns. That that was what was happening out there, I seem to recall. Weapons and wealth. So, like, right. gold and jewels. 
Um, Corruption. So, I mean, I guess we get to figure out where that is going. It's not necessarily going to lead us to the head, but at least it will give us a sense of where the power is at, where the power is stored. Yeah. At this rate, any, any progress would be helpful, and that's a solid lead. For sure. We just all have to promise we're not going to chase any bears in a cart race. It's not going to go well for us, as we learned. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. I'll, I'll explain I'll later. <laughs> to you I'll try not to be that bear. <laughs> it's like, look, so like, how weird that looks. Okay, then. <laughs> Don't get bitten by a bear unless you want to be a bear. Learned that the hard way. Yeah, oh, it's true. I mean, getting bit by the vampire was much better. Not, like still rubbing uh, his own neck. Oh uh, yeah. Ha hey, Torsten, how you how how you feeling? Speaking of, fine. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. I think I mean, obviously checking the effects, but that been rested me good. Good. Okay. Okay. Good to hear. If I might start clicking over again, uh. Keep a distance. Yeah, that's probably fair. Gonna be honest. Uh, so I th it, this town, essentially the only road out is gonna be the road north, right? Correct. So we're gonna have to go north no matter what. And then from there, we got to find a path east, if I remember correctly. Pull out map. <laughs> yeah. So, um, basically, this town is towards the north of the Kingdom of Southern Reach, um, near the border with Vasta. And, yeah, you'll have to, yeah, basically go north and east from here. So, north and west from here. Sorry. West. Ah, my bad. I, th I thought you said weast. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, uh, Versailles is on the west coast of this continent. So. All right, I guess we will get, get going then. All right. So uh, you head out. It's still early. There's only like a couple people in the tavern below. Um, one of the patrons is randomly trying to get the hearth, the like fireplace going because Chance has been a little distracted and he hasn't got it going yet. Um, and but Chance sees you and he just looks at you like. Are you leaving? Like he doesn't say anything to you, but he looks at you questioningly. I will just give him a nod and thanks for everything and keep going. He goes, he nods, and then he just goes back and starts clattering pans in the kitchen area. Uh Fen has left a couple of gold pieces on her bed in the room. Just, you know, cuz. Don't want to like throw off the the economy of this tiny little town, but still, it is something. It's not how money works. <laughs> anyway, yeah, grief will have left a couple of gold as well. Um, on okay. his way, on his way out, Merlin stomps the ground with his staff and looks backward at all of the folks tending to the to the bar with wild eyes. And then turns back and follows his party away from this. Uh, one of the patrons just like you, you, you make that dramatic turn. Someone just takes a couple of steps back. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, 
you know, it's just it's it's always interesting when you when you you think you're trying to do some good for some people and they uh, are very hurt by your efforts. It's very confusing. Really. Also, I would venture to say that Father Ilum, we didn't kill him. He did it to himself to a degree. And it's like, it's much more complicated than anyone here is going to be willing to understand this morning. Mm-hmm. Hooray, so- the life of being an adventurer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, not everything is a clear victory. But the sun comes up, it's another day, and you head north on the road. You can see the remnant as you leave the area of Rocky Hollow. You can see where the mudslide had washed out the road, but it has since been cleared by people working. Uh, Some people are still kind of off in the distance shoring up some of the other, um, because it's in kind of this valley, um, shoring up some of the surrounding area to make sure that it doesn't wash out again. But they don't acknowledge you as you head away from here and i believe that's where we should go ahead and take a break it's a tad bit early but we're going to take a break um 10 to 15 minutes Uh, we'll be back see you soon welcome back everybody so we come back to our heroes as you have finally left rocky hollow it is as you crest over hills and leave this place you start making your way uh north um this is kind of like a secondary road that leads to a larger high road that will lead you from what was once or you know it'll lead you from uh, there's a high road from zarkhan to Versailles. pardon me and so you're on this kind of secondary road because it's the way you ended up, but you crust over the hills here and it's getting to be, you know, early afternoon. It's pretty easy going as you travel, but as you crest the hills into a larger valley, you can see the majority of this high road in front of you. Probably still a good half day's travel, but from your vantage point, you can see into this valley. But you see this below you, and you can see the intersecting high road to Versailles, and it's just choked completely with horses, carts, glints of metals, and the banners of the Army of the Republic of Vasna. You're still a good ways off the high road, but um, you can see that there is basically an army marching from Vasna into southern reach toward Zarkan. Oh my. Uh hmm. interesting. We could camouflage ourselves on the high road. Yeah, probably just off-road a bit. I mean how how large is this army? So um give me I would say give me a perception check. Ten. Ten? Mm-hmm. It's a little hard to see uh from here. Mostly what you see is the colors from the banners um, from this high vantage point. Um, It's hard to get a full count with all the, you know, with all the carts and horses. But with as long as it goes, as long as this um, group is, you would say 
thousands. Oh my word. This is unexpected. Well, Shocking. We had a sense they might be in cahoots. On the other hand, that's a lot less people that are going to be in Vasna when we get there. Yeah. I suppose it would be very strange to ignore this army and carry on our merry way. Mal, is there a way, like, from our vantage point, does it look like there is a certain point at which we can see they haven't reached yet? Or is it just a constant flow on the high road? With as many people that are there, um, at least the intersection from the road you're on, they're already past that. So um, this army has already marked past that intersection and is along this road. Um, You can kind of see they're kind of broken up into units, so there are some gaps between them, but... Mm. And are there any bridges? Bridges? Um, There aren't really bridges here. Um, Mm. All right. Yeah, you're basically your options as far as traveling are to just see if you can go against the flow on the high road, which they would probably allow you passage through, um, or to kind of, um, this is kind of a wooded area. You can try and off-road it if you so desire. I mean, I figured probably off-roading is our best choice. Yeah, in case in case we make trouble in Frisea, then... Get, get as few eyes on us as possible. Yeah, sounds good. All right. So I will say that that's going to be probably a group survival check. See how fast you can make it through. All right. Uh, 14. 14? 23. Okay. A false 20. <laughs> 15 for Finn. 15. Okay. Um, yeah, that's good enough. Like, y'all don't, y'all will have to go slower regardless. It's just, this is not a road. Um, but you don't, with the amount that you can, like, kind of take a diagonal through, you do make up some time. Um, but it's still probably going to take you at least a couple days longer to get to, um, to get not only to the border of Vasna, but to Vrusea itself. Um, by going this route but you also you're not detected by any of the marching army though you can the way you have to travel is still close enough that like you can hear the many many footsteps the multiple carts uh off in the distance shouting yelling chanting for marches as you make your way through the woods um but you may camp for the first night. Um, let's call this just a group perception check. See how this goes. Eighteen. Eighteen? Nineteen. Nineteen, okay. Fourteen for... Eleven. Eleven, okay. Um, so you have all set up your camp. Um, who would be taking the second watch? I can. You are all resting in the woods here, and you are looking out into the woods, the firelight illuminating the trees, but still you feel a hand touch your shoulder from behind. The fuck? All of us? Uh, just grief. So I would probably put my hand on their hand in turn. Um, you see a 
um, an elven man with a a long rapier, just, and he says, "I do. I will not harm you, but I will act." And you can, um, actually, he'll say that in Elvish to you initially, but I don't. Which I don't speak. He'll realize you don't speak it. He says, and he'll repeat it in common. He says, "What are you doing out here in the woods?" Why do you care? What the fuck are you doing? I'm a scout. We've got to make sure that the troops can move through here safely without bandits. I imagine we have an alarm whistle or something, you know, like a sound that someone makes. So I'm just going to whistle and hope that the rest of my crew catches it. Okay. Um, let me pull a die. <laughs> Let me roll to see if he can stop you before you do that. Because he does have sand on you. So, no. Rolls a natural three. So, mm. he was not able to stop you. Um, but he, he goes to just like make an unarmed strike against you, which you just body. Like, it doesn't even affect you. <laughs> How do you react? Well, I mean, everyone. Uh, um, actually, everyone who is resting, give me perception checks at disadvantage. We'll see who wakes up. Perception checks. Disadvantage. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll roll to find out how much worse it can get, but that was a four. <laughs> so, ah, dang it. That was a 19. <laughs> that, uh, that, that is a, an 11. 11, okay. 11, I'll say you wait. Torsten, you hear the, you hear grief whistling. Uh, first of all, kind of stirs, uh, and do I catch this guy like just, uh, bobbing grief? Yeah. Um, yeah. Decked out in very light armor. Um, clearly well-made armor as uh, at that. Um, this isn't just some ruffian. This is clearly someone who, uh, has some tactical training. But you see, like, you hear the whistle and you hear the thud of, like, him just making an unarmed strike against uh, Grief. Hold, hold on there. Uh, uh, actually, I think Torsten will say this in Elvish. I was like, hold on there. We, we, we don't need to start training blows here. He says, I'm inclined to agree, but I suggest you clear out of here at first light. Totally understandable. He says, I will be reporting this to my superiors, along with your descriptions. Have you seen any ruffians or any bandits or, dare I say, cultists in this area? Not that I have seen. Reporting to, report to your superiors, are you with the army? Aye. And he says, I am Sergeant Lucen. I'm a scout. Of the Republic Army. Does the Republic have business business in Zarkan? Roll a persuasion check for me. Ooh, uh, that is a crit. Day twenty-one. I'm not at liberty to give many details. However, we are. Our mission is. Uh, <laughs> our mission is to enter Zarkan and liberate it from. The dragon's control. Just for the funsies, uh, if I can uh, see if he believes that's, that's the truth. Yeah. 
Seven. Um, as far as you can tell, he's telling the truth. I mean, it, it makes sense from what he's telling you makes sense. It just, you, you don't know if he, he's kind of inscrutable as to whether he believes it or not. You can tell he's hiding things, but he's also military and yeah. a scout at that. So are they both still speaking in Elven? We probably will have kept to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I think, uh, he'll look to grief as like, as far as I can tell, and say in common, as far as I can tell, uh, he doesn't mean us harm, and the Republic means no harm to Zarkan. So, and then turn back to the sergeant, uh, and then and still in common, we'll le- we'll leave as soon as we see light tomorrow. Very well, I will leave you be. I didn't in um. He, he says that part in Elvin, but in common, he turns to you. He says, and he takes a small bow. And he says, I apologize. I did not mean to frighten you, but I needed to assess the situation. Sneaking up on people in the dark is probably not the best method to not frighten people. Understand? Just could have gotten much smoother had you just approached me like a person. Um, He will point to three positions where you see that there are three other scouts. Oh, he says we needed to see if you responded violently. I'm sorry. It is. Those were my orders. Hmm. He says, I will leave you be, but be aware that we are watching this forest and with completely silent footsteps, he makes his way back into the forest. Well then, thanks for the help. Oh, Absolutely. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, and from what, from what I can tell, that was the truth. So trying to handle the dragon situation as I can. Fair. So we're, you know, sort of on the same side. More or less. Probably better stick to the roads regardless. See if, see if we can find the road uh, once we head out in the morning. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Uh... I think it's about 15 minutes till, uh, till the next watch. Yeah. And then, uh, Carson will like, clo- like close his eyes, uh, probably just to take the, the next watch. Okay. Yeah. And the rest of the watches go off without any problems. More than likely any threatening creatures or threatening people are being handled by the nearby army. <laughs> um, mm. But morning comes, and there's still plenty of journey ahead of you. Fantastic. I guess we're going to try to find the main road. Yeah. Woo! And we'll fill in, you know, Fen and Merlin on the uh, the evening's happenings. Yeah. What now? What? Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's good news. Watching the forest. All right. Yes. We got to... All right. Um... I mean, most of the army should have passed by now, right? That shouldn't be that terrible to get on the main road. Or are they really we'll bad see. at marching? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me perception checks. Armies are not quiet things. They do have quiet scouts, apparently, but... 13, 13. for <laughs> Also 13. Okay. Perception. Six. Seven. Okay. With 13, um, you're listening, and... Yeah, I mean, like, 
it's definitely died down. Um, you don't hear the the sounds of a massive army anymore. Most of them have cleared. So it is probably okay to take the main road. So all right. Well, that that makes life a little easier. Um you said they were gonna report what we look like. That's weird. Apparently, our descriptions are being given to his boss. Where that goes and how far up the chain that goes. I mean, the bows are all right to be um, more subtle in uh, Versailles, but uh, now I got some more incentive to uh, keep a low profile. Very important. Um, all right. Let's get some breakfast and uh, hit the road. All right. So you hit the road and you make your way to the high road. Um, it is still several days travel. Um, so unless there's any like scenes you want to have with each other and that's while you're traveling. Um, yeah, now would be the time to have those if you want them. But if not, I think we can just kind of fast play this travel. So, yeah. cool. all right. So you make your way into the, uh, from the kind of muddy mountainous area of Southern reach into the kind of lowlands of, uh, Vasna things give away to the, the almost like brutal human architecture to this very elven stones covered with stucco, you know, just smoothed out architecture, um, beams, wooden beams bent in, interesting curled ways um as you enter the elven republic of vasna and you travel for several days over high roads you know um probably making camp on the road but the high road is mostly just a dirt path that's been well traveled um sometimes supplemented or repaired with stone but you come to a place that you are familiar with, the end of the roadhouse. Um, and you can see from the city of, you can see the citadel that is Versailles, shining on the sea in the distance. But from the city to the, to where you are on the high road has been uh, paved with um, intricately set stone and widened to double the width. It seems to be a project to build a even larger high road. But the tavern, this tavern is, it is not well constructed because it's meant to move along the path of this uh, construction project. There is a uh, makeshift camp behind it. It hasn't moved too far from where y'all remember it. Um, so, but that is... That is where you are. You are at the end of the roadhouse. It's a rowdy place. People, um, various workers are, uh, people covered in mud, just straight off from working are coming here for a meal, relaxation, entertainment. There's uh, loud music coming from inside. What would you like to do? Uh, are there any familiar faces at this roadhouse? You do see one familiar face. Uh, let me remember his name. Of course, I don't have his name there. Bear with me just one second. I don't remember his name. 
but uh, the, there's an Argus Evernoon, but I don't Ar- th- is that the uh, werebear? That is that is the werebear Argus Evernoon. You see that he is because he's the proprietor of this place. He is uh, going around making sure everyone's happy, uh, talking to various people huh. inside there. He has not spotted you yet, as he is not really paying attention. All right. Uh, uh, I'm going to get in grief's head specifically and say, uh, I'm seeing the werebear. Uh, we should probably not be. Oh, God. Um, to describe him for, uh, Torsten, um, inside is this, like, six foot four half elf man, just, um, broad, broad shoulder, barrel chested, um, he has like a kind of a, a leather hat on um, and he is opening. He openly wears a symbol of the cult of the dragons or the restoration. Super. Um. Very full kind of whisper. That little fucker turned me into a bear. Uh, uh, yes. Yes, it did. Um, well, then is he speaking with anyone? He's going around speaking with several people. Um, he just seems to be just like like the owner of a restaurant. He's going around just making sure everyone's happy and taken care of, and then going talking to staff and making sure they're doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, Fen's going to get outside as soon as she can, um, <laughs> but also just send a, a message to Torsten and Merlin. Of, I, I mean, he doesn't know you too, so you you all can have a good meal, but Grief and I probably should not be seen by that guy. Like, at all. Megs Till says to me, uh, could, we order, could we order a, a lot of food to provide for our friends outside? Also, I have a masquerade tattoo, so I can oh, change myself to just look like, you know, a more random dude in a wheelchair okay are you um you know picking any particular uh although i don't know if he has hmm, i don't know what kinds of things he can do i mean y'all did fight him he just kind of werebeard on y'all and that was it so he didn't cast any magic that you remember okay cool i think you're muted mal not to say he doesn't have anything it's just what you would remember so okay character-wise okay um then yeah i think i will just uh masquerade myself as a non i just another a total like i'm grief is a tiefling uh i have to be careful because like you can only like my horns won't disappear they'll still be there they just won't be visible but if somebody like yeah uh so i guess i'll stick still with tiefling just a different styled tiefling and a little older okay yeah, and there are a few tieflings who are working around here um some of like clearly elven descent but still tiefling um as well as hum- it's mostly humans and half elves who are working here um but yeah you're able to enter um Fen, you staying outside uh yeah yeah Fen's gonna like i like look for the least active area and just kind of hang out there uh but also mm-hmm. keep an eye out for any other of the restoration symbols while she's there oh yeah 
and we'll make sure to bring you food. Appreciate it. Yeah, a um, pro- a young half of a woman, probably still a teenager, comes up to y'all and says, "How can I? What can I get for you?" Uh, just some uh, stew. Stew will be fine for me. All right, some perpetual stew. Anything else? I'll have the same, and one to go. I, I mean, I can give you two bowls, and sure, <laughs> yeah, very hungry. But uh, we would like the bowls back, just so you know. <laughs> okay, it, can I can I eat my food outside? Yeah, of course. Fantastic. Um, yeah, she will bring. Yeah, she will, and well, she goes to Merlin. So, what well, what would you like? I would like some beef stew, please, and and an an extra serving as well. I can't guarantee. I can probably get you like the beef out of it, but I'm pretty sure there's chicken and elk and deer in there as well. Sounds lovely. Okay. Um, she will bring four bowls of stew and a little basket of bread to your table. All told, that would probably be like five silver. So, okay. Uh, as she has the food, uh, Trish will say, well, thank you much. Um, have you seen anything odd lately? I heard that we caught the um, Vaughn Army Arch in South. Anything you know about that? She says, yeah, they, um, well, they didn't really stop here. Um, but from what I heard, the, the president has called for, um, basically every able-bodied person to become part of the army to go save Zarkan. I mean, I guess they're allies or something. I don't know. Yeah, that kind of stuff just kind of goes over my head. Uh, but that, 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 that's interesting. Um, anything else odd happening around here? No, not really. Just, uh, you know, um, a lot of these workers, um, I mean, a lot of the folks left are a little too old to join an army, at least by elven standards. And yeah, so uh, work kind of slowed, but you know we're still here. We're still trying to build the this highway. So yeah, uh, th- thank you. I'll, I'll let you know if I need anything else. All right, yeah. Do, if you have any questions, you need anything, um, you can ask me or uh, Mister Evernoon, and uh, we'll help you out. Fantastic, thank you. Brief will take a bowl and some bread out for for Fen real quick. And y'all said you were looking for symbols of the restoration. Yeah, go ahead yes. and give me perception checks. Oh, these perception checks with my plus one. Uh, oh, 14. <laughs> 20. Nat 20 for 23. Uh, my character sheet is reloading. Perception 19. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, especially with a natural 20. You see that at the far corner of the tavern, uh, Argus Evernoon is taking um, a certain interest in a group that doesn't look like they're workers like everyone else. They look, they have more like traveler's cloaks uh, draped over chairs and things. Um, but you can see that one of them does have a like kind of on the hilt of one of their swords, the symbol of the restoration on it. Uh, it's a group of three. Uh, they all look human, two women and a man. 
Um, but Fen, you are not inside. Nope. Um, you're kind of looking around for that same entrance that you, you know, that you initially saw, but you see that the camp has moved at least a little ways away. So you would probably have to venture a little further up the road towards the city to find wherever that was. Gotcha. I was thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely um, not making the progress that you, you know, you, you can definitely tell that progress has slowed on this, but. And yet they got cones for miles in either direction, bringing it down to one lane. I don't understand what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I think we've all lived in a place where there's a bridge that's been one lane for 10 years, you know? Like, <laughs> just... <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, and I'm not seeing anybody outside, like, wandering around. As far as I can tell, pretty much it's inside or nothing. Yeah, well, there are people around, um, either like, you know, cleaning their clothes, you know, d- doing various chores and things, but no one, nothing that seems suspicious or out of the ordinary. Gotcha. Okay. So, it seems to be just Argus out here with maybe a couple of people. Otherwise, it's. Oh, Argus is inside. So. Well, oh, yeah. No, no, no. I just mean, like, in terms of. Like it, it does not seem this this whole operation does not seem to be restoration related. It's just a small handful of people. Unfortunately, one of them is the head of this operation. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Well, that's good to know at least. Uh, if I look down the road, does it look like? I mean, like, is it within eyesight, or have they moved far enough where it's like I can't see that cave entrance? In the distance, um, so it it would be cl- it would be within eyesight, so okay. uh, probably a good few hundred yards. So, gotcha. Uh, um, I'm not gonna make you roll for this. Um, you hear so Fen, you hear a voice and uh, a familiar voice to you, and he says, "Well, hello, stranger." And it is you turn and you see that it is Rami. Oh, hey, Rami. It says, fancy meeting you here. Uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, kind of wild. We were at, uh, really uh, wanted us to go this direction. Um, uh, but uh, how'd, why'd you end up out here? This is, um, well, I, I have a lot of business in Versailles, huh. to say the least. Fair enough. Have you heard from Billy? Uh, not since, oh gosh, what has it been, four days now? No, well, much longer than that now. Uh, it's uh, been probably two weeks now. Okay. I have time after we had, we had to, uh, deal with a, uh, vampire situation in a town. It's thrown me all off on my days. Where's the, where's the rest of our, your fine friends? Ah, they are enjoying some food. Uh, unfortunately, the whole reason that uh, we got uh, separated the last time we were in this area is inside. Yes, I'm. I'm aware of Mister Evernoon's extracurriculars. Um, perhaps we should go retrieve them before okay. this becomes a larger issue. Fair. I let me just send it. Hey, y'all, you almost finished up. We should, uh, I've got, uh, Rami out here. Merlin puts his utensils down and storms out. 
<laughs> so stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grief will uh, finish up and head out. Same. Um, yeah, and you all exit, and you see Rami, who is a um, pretty plain-looking guy, uh, half-elven man, um, probably five foot eleven. You know, wearing he's wearing clean, nice clothing, but not anything ostentatious. Just kind of a on linen shirt, uh, pants. He has a short sword to his side. Um, he says. I believe you you are Torsten, correct? And he will reach to shake your hand. Very same. Rami, what was it? Yes, I am Rami. Um, I, he doesn't pause. I'm pausing. <laughs> he <laughs> says, I have been a go-between between, uh, for a common friend, uh, Sir Bones. But, um, and the last time I said, I told you all that say I had nothing important, but today I shall be taking you to my home. Oh. oh. That seems important. What's at uh, your home? Well, many things. Perhaps we should um, definitely better food. And he kind of looks <laughs> at the, the end of the road tavern. Wow. Yeah, fair. I'm, I'm, I'm into that. He says, um... You do not need to worry about Mr. Evernoon. We, we've been keeping track of what he's been doing. Um, but this isn't really the place to discuss such matters. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Fen's going to take one last bite of the stew and just like slips the bowl inside of the door. Just a zip, whip, whip, close. <laughs> Make a sleight of hand check. <laughs> mm -hmm. My first one doing that. Okay. Unnecessary, but sure. That was a 25. Yeah. Not 20. <laughs> wow. You said it unknowingly on just someone's table right inside the door. Like, it's, no one notices. There's just a, now a bolt there. So, um, but yeah, you, you follow along with Rami and he says, um, what have you been, what have you all been up to since we got separated? I, I, I heard the word about Mr. Bones. Um, he made quite a stand in Zarkan. There's been rumors about his whereabouts all over, but I haven't managed to get a hold of him. So, word is he survived. We've been uh, fairly secluded since we left Zarkan. Uh, we, we ended up stuck in a very small town with a very big vampire problem. Uh, and, uh, then we just, uh, you know, we're, we're getting run over by the, uh, elven army, so we, that took us a while to get through that. Hmm. Not that they were fighting us, it's just, you know, we were trying to go the opposite direction. Swimming upstream, as it were. A vampire problem. Um, are you in need of any, uh, restoration or anything? I, hmm. It's been seven days. How's Torsten looking? <laughs> it looks fine. The the the, the, the bite has like scabbed over, but uh, otherwise, like he, he he's totally normal. Yes. Um. If I recall correctly, they must drain you of blood before it becomes a problem. Oh, well, glad that he did not do that. 
the um, I don't know about good news, but uh, news is that the source of it, uh, kind of not traditional source, but the artifact that uh, was the source of it uh, is in the hands of an Archduke Roxio. Mm. If anything strange is coming out of Crescent, that, that's a place to look. That is a good thing to know. Thank you. You said artifact. What what did the artifact look like? Like this obsidian stone. Uh, I never did get quite a good look at it. Um, he says, okay. Well, that'll be something to keep an eye on. Certainly. Yeah. I mean, we have... I know of a few hands in Crescent that can maybe take a look. It's probably... um Have them listen for... Uh, any sort of worshipiness towards the hungry star. I believe that's what they called it. The hungry star. Now that is something very interesting. Um, as you're walking, um, the you come to the gates of Rusea, soaring over you a hundred feet high. I mean, the, I can see it from the distance, but Jiminy, who built this thing? This is amazing. Oh, um, I mean, there's several legends. Uh, I think some say that Corlon himself built the first fortress here, but that could be apocryphal. Definitely when the elves came from the wild, the wild places, this was one of the first places they settled. But I won't bore you with history. Um, the city is... Ben the Citadel slowly is... puts away her notepad where she's <laughs> diligently writing down history. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bore me. Of course. Yes. Stick, stick, stick. <laughs> uh, so the city is completely contained within these walls. Um, but what, what is, stands highest above all inside an inner wall is the um, is a palace. Um, a protected citadel easily 500 feet high and but um the city is bustling like any city you would expect um the pace of an elven city is a little bit different than a human city though um people seem to just take their time um going from place to place no one bumps into you um but things are happening things that need to happen day to day um there are few children, but children are here. The population, whereas you see like a lot more humans and half-elves outside of these city walls, within the city walls, it's almost entirely elven. So you all stick out like a sore thumb. People look, but they look and they look down their nose at you, but they don't bother you. Um, you make your way through the city and into um an area of what seems to be mansions, just kind of a slightly a more upscale region, less business and more residential. And Rami walks up to one of the homes. Um, he'll do a sigil on the door to unlock it and let you into this, honestly, what opens up into a palatial home. Wow. Billy pays good money. Why don't, we come family in, home? why don't we come inside and have some tea? Okay. <laughs> and he will gesture to one of the 
uh, to someone inside one of the staff here and and they nod and they will go into the kitchen and uh, in this room are plush velvet seating um, a fire is burning in a fireplace that looks like it's made of one piece of stone somehow you can tell it was magically stone shaped into whatever shape it is in oh, that makes sense and at this point, Rami will undo his glamour, and you see a man in very, very fine clothes, um, full elf, um, long black hair, and he says, I want to apologize for the ruse. Having certain appearances of, gives me an affordance that I do not usually have. My name is Alex Lucell. Of the House Lucell. Um, some may refer to me as Senator Lucell. Hmm. Uh, can I roll an insight to see if this is the same? If Alex here is the same Rami that we have interacted with before, and he's always been a ruse. Yeah, give me give me an insight check. Uh, numbers. What numbers? Insight. Ah, of course, seventeen. With the 17, as far as you can tell, this has been the same Rami that you've known the entire okay. time. Okay. Because my entire time, like, if you've been interacting my in my mind, I'm like, Did somebody listened carefully to Rami and is pulling us. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Senator. Wow. Um, yes. Um, and and th well, thank you for, you know, taking random adventurers on <laughs> on a journey. We appreciate that. Not something senators normally do. No, it is most certainly not. Um, however, my true passion, though I protect my constituents and my clients, I am one of the founding members of the Hand in the Eye. You have interacted with many agents of us throughout the realms, namely one Sir William Robert Bones. We, we do not believe that borders, languages, or anything truly separates us. And thus, we, we formed a brotherhood to just to keep an eye on the goings-ons of various kingdoms, collate that information, look for trends, look for possible problems, things that can destabilize, cause large loss of life. Of course, as you know, we've zeroed in on the restoration, but I will explain everything in due time. But now, let's just have some tea. And I believe that's where we should end for tonight. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. I love running this game. So, let's go ahead and do our outros. I'll start with you, Silver. Hi everybody, I am Silver underscore Bulette here on Twitch as well as over on YouTube. Uh, I am currently in a theatrical show, so I haven't had as much time online, but hopefully once we get past the month of March, I should be back to doing Capes and Caverns here on Twitch every other Monday at 8.30pm Pacific Time. Uh, otherwise, hopefully I will get around to finding the energy to edit the episode that I'm sitting on for all the webs of stage, a short play podcast, but there is a lot of that content still existing right now. If you want to listen to it, 
anywhere podcasts are sold. Awesome. Levi. Hello, I am Levi. You can find me at Levi Phipps 97 on the artist formerly known as Twitter. You can find me at uh, like the jeans at blue sky.social and Levi hyphen Phipps dot shout out from any RPG stuff that's been published. Uh, and I will hopefully get the time to actually finish and publish things uh, soon, though I say that every time. Uh, but yeah, I will uh, get, get working on stuff. Thank you. Awesome. Tara. Hello, I'm Tara. You can find me here. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate having you here. Jaden. Hey friends, I am Siliqui Jaden. You can find me everywhere online as Fat Sapphic Bro. I'm also here streaming on Twitch Sundays, 7.30 to 9.30 PST for this game, Mondays from 3 to 6 p.m. PST, and Tuesdays from 6 to 9 p.m. Awesome. And I'm Archangelic. You can find me here at the same time as Jaden just said, uh, because I run the games here. Um but you find me here on Sunday nights running this game for these wonderful people. Thank you, wonderful people. Um, you can also find many links for me on my website, archangelic.space. I am also breaking into professional GMing on startplaying.games. If you are interested in having me GM a game for you, check me out, startplaying.games slash GM slash archangelic. If you've missed any of our games, you can check them out on YouTube. The link is in the chat. It's in our link tree. Um, and in our channel description, uh, we also have a podcast version of this game. Just search Era of the Dragons wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I will be working on getting the podcast version of Girl by Moonlight up soon. I had some trouble with Spotify, the whole thing. Um, so if you want to, no, that's it. So, and lastly, thank you, Polly guys, for helping us stream this show. We could not do it without you. We all appreciate you. Thank you all again for tuning in. We love you, and we hope to see you next time. Bye, y'all. Bye.